Greeting Earthlings, we have now taken over your radio. Hello and welcome in to the Jayhawk Talk Podcast. I am Kevin, joined with me as always is Andrew. And Andrew, we are coming off an interesting little gauntlet of basketball interestingness over the past four games andrew we are two and two you would think maybe not so good until you looked at the teams we played and maybe go eh, maybe still not so good but maybe okay how you feeling after this last week you know i'm feeling pretty good obviously after the baylor game i was feeling real good yeah uh, right. we got a quit a quick turnaround we got to go down to austin Play our last game in the Irwin Center. And unfortunately, we did not come out with a win, but it felt like we should have won, right? That was that was a game that was in our grasp that just escaped. And you you get to the end there like, how did that happen? That shouldn't have happened. So, you know, I am not too broken up about it. We were not favorites in that game, uh, either by Vegas standards or by Ken Palm standards. And we uh, we almost came out of there with a win. And I think our Ken Palm rating went up after that game. So it kind of shows you it's one of those weird games like that. But Baylor, the Baylor Bears we played last Saturday, that game, that's where you saw the team. That's where you saw the promise. That's where you saw where this team could potentially go in March and hopefully early April. Yeah, that, that game was a, was just awesome. Good, clean, fun all the way around I mean, from start to finish uh, to beat Baylor by 24 points. Uh, first of all, and 24 is a little misleading. Yeah. Chris Tian comes in and, and gives up quick, a quick eight points. Uh, we were, we 30, we 30 balled him. Like that yeah, was okay. a 30 point game. First of all, put some respect on Tian's name. Uh, he was only minus eight in plus minus in a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, KJ Adams, Bobby Pettiford, Jankovic oh, were all minus eight. Yeah. <laughs> that game. Uh, but, but no, I uh, listen, that was, that was a blast. Uh, everything about that game was fun and it was not, you, you know, to your point, it was the full on ceiling type game uh, without, Remy still what we could see this team, what, what this team could be. And I don't know about you, Andrew. I was feeling so good about after that Baylor game that I was convinced that we were going to crush Texas. I yeah. mean, not crush, but win that game. We should have. And we should have. And we should have. I like, even put a pretty convicted bet down mm, on that game, which mm, maybe had a little something to do with how snarky I was on Twitter. But mm, um, it that was a frustrating game up four with a minute to go. You got to win that game. You have to win that game. Yeah. Have to. I mean, that's just poor execution at the end uh, and, and untimely turnovers. Like that's the worst time in a game to turn the ball over, you know, and, and you could, you could put that on Dwan Harris, but like, you know, he doesn't turn the ball over that much. Uh, it just, you know, it's the way it happened. We're going to take it as a learning experience. And so when that happens at the big 12 tournament, when that happens in the NCAA tournament, we know we've got our heads, right. We've got our plays called, right. 
Uh, and I did, and we can talk about this more specifically, but everyone in the whole world is like, why did we call a play for Dwan Harris? We should have been for Ochai. I think Bill said that it was it was a play called where Ochai was the decoy, and he definitely took all of their focus yeah. at the end there, but it just didn't work out. But, you know, I don't know, Kevin. So let's, let's talk about some of the older games. Let's talk about some of the other stuff going on in the Jayhawk land and then talk a little bit about uh, what the next few games are going to be like, what the rest of February is going to look like a uh, couple you know, what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about, you want to talk about superstitions. You want to talk about NFTs. You want to talk about the stadium. we got, we got a whole host of items here. Well, I think a little perspective would be good because we've lost two of four and two of four is not good in, in KU land. Uh, no, it's not. It, although if you look back, there will be certain seasons and sure. certain part, points of every season where we have that. But uh, but look, you could say we've lost two of four or you could say we've won seven of nine all against top 50 Ken Palm opponents. Right, like, or we've beaten two top 12 Ken Palm teams. Or we've beaten two top 12 Ken Palm teams in the last uh, week and a half. I mean, you could well, take I guess this. I, or, or I guess Iowa State, consider that whatever you want. But going back to Texas Tech. I was going back to Texas Tech. But yeah, I mean, and so I think you could take this however you want. It was, a, it was a gauntlet of a stretch. We were playing Texas Tech, Ken Palm number 10, Kentucky, Ken Palm number three. Iowa State at Iowa State, which even though they're Ken Palm 38, that's still a, a tough game. And then Baylor and Texas at Texas. That was always going to be a tough stretch. And if you were going to say you were going to lose, uh, you know, of, of the games that we had there, uh, if you're going to pick two to lose to, Kentucky would be one of them. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. And would Texas be the other one? It would because you I don't want to lose to Baylor at home, right? I think it would. Baylor's so, going to be the more competitive team. In and then the I don't want to hear Iowa State talk. So, like, that's the right. uh, between Iowa State and Texas, it's got to be it's got to be Texas. So, I mean, if you're going to pick the two to lose, they picked the right two, and and now we've got a stretch of one, two, three, four straight games against teams that are outside the the top forty five in Ken Palm, which is about as good as it gets in the Big Twelve. <laughs> right now, right. so and I mean, and I hate to say this, we're knock on wood, and I hate to say this about anything in the Big Twelve because nothing's easy. But this is probably the softer part of our schedule, and it's not that soft. Like they're still going to be very difficult. We've got Oklahoma at home, we've got Oklahoma State at home, Valentine's Day. It's a good, it's a good hot, hot date ticket uh, for the uh, significant others out there. And then we go to West Virginia. West Virginia is not what. They were in the past, although they're pretty good, and going to Morgantown is always tough. So, like, this is still a rough stretch. And then we've got K-State at home, which we're going to blow them out. <laughs> uh, all I know is of the remaining games we have all the way down, we're favored in all of them but one, and that's Baylor. Baylor, yeah. Uh, and the next three out of the next four games that we just talked about are home games, except for at West Virginia, you mentioned. I, all, all I know is a little perspective and it's taken me 24 hours to get to this point. Cause I was still a mess yesterday. I was freaking mad that we lost that Texas game. I'm still mad a little bit because that could have been it. That could have been the big 12 race right there. Yeah. If we'd have won that game. Uh, and, and, you know, frankly, we're still in a good spot, obviously. And, and, you know, whatever, but that could have been, I think that was why I was so frustrated too. It's just, just uh, it was, it was right there for the taking, but a little perspective. I think it's been helpful. Get a couple sleeps in. 
I'm feeling a little better, uh, you know, particularly if we take care of business this, this next week. So, Amen. okay. All right, I just wanted to get that out. I, this I is like more it. for me than anything. That's, I need yeah, to talk ca- this through. Catharsis. You need to talk through your thoughts. Right. Right. I, I like it. Can, can I talk through some thoughts too? Mm-hmm. Um, about, and I, and I hate to linger on this Kentucky game. This was two weeks ago, 10 days ago at this point. Uh, but I do want to talk about something a little bit. I, I consider myself a, a reasonable person, a reasonable man, a rational person, right? I mean, uh, a child of the enlightenment, enlightenment, you know, someone who doesn't believe in superstition, okay. who who believes that what I see in front of me and I believe in, in empiricism and, and testing your facts and not believing in, in superstition, except when it like comes it. to... Except when it comes to basketball. Okay. When it comes to KU basketball, I'm probably incredibly superstitious. I am incredibly superstitious. So I just want to tell this quick story about the Kentucky game. And I, I, I told you about it just sparingly, but I, I want to get into the details here. Because I, I don't want to know if you if I'm thinking the right thing here. Uh, and it's showed up to the Kentucky game. And my wife goes with me. Huge game. She wants to go uh, meeting my brother there. So we, we, we always park in, in the JRP parking lot uh, and then walk down the hill and go to the game. So we, we show up in the parking lot and my wife gets out of the car and my wife says, Susie, I don't know the lady's name. Uh, and because of course she knows someone else in the parking lot and they are old friends from something or something, whatever. Uh, and so they start talking. We're in the parking lot. I'm like, yeah, it's time to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And so eventually, like, so my brother comes and my brother recognizes this lady's husband. And so they like, they reconnect through some class or some something before. So they're friends. And so everybody's having a good time reconnecting, becoming friends, re-becoming friends. So we're walking down the hill and the husband is, is leading the way. And we're all talking. We're all having a great time. And then he turns too early for me. He starts to go down the way that we don't go. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm like, I'm at a decision point here. Do I tell these people who are just now reconnecting friends and, and starting new friendships? They're like, sorry, we have to go this way. Otherwise, we're going to get blown out. Or do I follow the guy? And I'll tell you, I did not have the courage to tell the guy that we were going the wrong way. Yeah, that's... we went the wrong way. We did not go down the hill past the new buildings. Uh, you know, engineering building on the right, those new buildings on the left, uh, past McLean's. You know, down the old Jayhawk bookstore. We didn't go that way. And I, it felt, I felt naked. I felt like, you know, when you, you have your hands crossed together and then you switch it to the other way. With the, with the wrong fingers, it, felt, it just feels uncomfortable. It feels wrong. Like when you hold your, your partner's hand and then you switch up the fingers, it doesn't feel right. Well, I was walking down that other way, didn't feel right. And the whole great game was a bust after that. So I will take credit for that, yeah. for that loss, because I did not walk the proper way. And I, I got to my, when we eventually said our goodbyes, um, when we got to the parking garage, I said to my brother, we're going to lose now. And he says, yeah, we walked the wrong way. And sure enough, that's what happened. Next game, Baylor, it was like an old glove, an old pair of shoes. We walked down the right way and we blew out Baylor. So uh, do you have this feeling? Like, do, do, am I, is this feeling 
common amongst Jayhawk fans? Yes. Amongst you? Yes. Amongst okay. A hundred percent. No, I we had season tickets growing up, and we always we had a lot of times we ended up with four with four tickets. It was we had we had two, and then our neighbors had two, and we always ended up with with four a lot. So I would bring friends, right? Me and my dad bring some friends. We had season tickets from like when I was a little kid all the way up through college. And I always said, if we lose the game, you're never coming back yeah. to whoever was with us. And I was dead serious. And we kept to that. <laughs> like <laughs> that was, that was real. Uh, and I remember every single loss, right? It's just one of those things. You just remember the losses. I remember sitting, uh, watching that K state game, uh, in, when, what year was that? When K State beat us at, at home, uh, what year was that? Two thousand. With wait, with Beasley, or, or earlier than that? Earlier than that. Uh, no, it was Beasley. I was. Or sitting, was it? Or was it the Woolridge year? No, it was Woolridge. It was Woolridge. It was neck brace year. It was neck. Yeah. Brace. So he and he got fired like two weeks later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember sitting in the seat backs. I've never sat in the seat backs in in Allen Fieldhouse ever. And I was sitting in the seat backs with with uh, with Kathleen Sebelius. <laughs> and, oh. and, and, Did you and, banish and, her from the game? And I, I, I Governor Sebelius, <laughs> you are not allowed in the, in the game with me anymore. No, I did have this calculus. I remember thinking, I was like, was it her, or was it the fact that I sat in the seat backs? And I, I I determined at the time that she's gone to a lot of games, so it's probably me in the seat backs that was yeah. the problem. Kind of like shapes your whole ambitions in life because like I could imagine at that point in your life, like I just want to make enough money where I can sit in the seat backs. And now you're like, well, that's gone. Never. Now never. I now I don't have to have that pressure on myself. Were you a bandside uh camper? Uh or were you uh were you with the other side? Non-bandside. <laughs> A great question. Because this was the thing when it's our camp. We never, ever, ever sat on the band side. You know why? The one game we sat on the band side, Richmond Spiders. I remember oh, it like it was yesterday. Man. The Richmond Spiders beat us uh, while we were on the band side. We never sat the band side for four years otherwise. We were primarily a non-band side. Um, but there were a couple games. I don't think that we ever just had that where that succumb, we succumbed to that curse. But we were primarily like we're, I'm a non-band side guy now. Uh, I'm on that side, you know, by the by the KU bench. But uh, it's definitely something you think about. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, all, all these things are true. And by the way, this is 100% your fault. Yeah. Uh, so I apologize. I don't know what you were Kentucky thinking. Game. Like, how are you? How are you not in a position to say, "Hey, guys, we need to go this way"? And if they go, well, "Why?" and you explain it, and they say, "No, that's silly," then you need to tell them not to go to the game. If they I go, agree. oh, poof, oh, totally understand, man. Sorry. Like we need to let's let's do this. Like that's no, what no, no, I would have no. done. I, I don't, but I don't I didn't want to, and thinking back on this, this is not going in my on in my head at the time. It's too important. I, I you didn't have to want, say it out loud. I didn't like if if he goes the other way, does that screw it up too? Because he didn't no, go his no, way. No, that's not his thing. That's it's your thing. You have to go that way. And they could follow or not, but I would have followed hundred percent. Because I would understand. Yeah, this is so it's my would. fault. I did not have the courage to speak up. And absolutely- I, I I knew it immediately when he made that turn that this was going to end up poorly. And it did. Yeah. Sometimes, I yeah. mean, like, sometimes you make sacrifices for your team and sometimes you don't. And Andrew, I'm really disappointed that you did not make the sacrifice. Hey, these are the things that we need to learn during the season so we don't screw it up in March. True. Very yeah. true. Uh, uh, you want to talk about NFTs? I don't really, but <laughs> if you Yeah, want you do. To- 
<laughs> What's an <laughs> NFT? I know it's a non-fungible token. Yeah. That's, I, I, I've gathered that over my days on this earth. And that uh, is about the extent. It's like art or like digital art. What is What the hell is an NFT? All right. So I am not an NFT guy. I'm not a crypto guy uh, or any of this stuff. Until this, until KU announced that they're becoming an NFT, they've, they've entered into a digital collective world, collectible world through NFT partnership with this group called, well, the website's going to be rockchalk.io. <laughs> the company's white l- mercury, I don't know, mercury, whatever, it doesn't matter. Rockchalk.io are going to be doing NFTs uh, as soon as like in a couple of weeks. So you you before this, I was like, do you want to talk about this story? And you're like, not really. I don't. What's an NFT? I don't understand. <laughs> and so I, I came up with a way to describe it. It's basketball cards. Oh, I like basketball it's just, cards. It's just basketball cards. You are a basketball card guy. Huge. Yeah. Still, still a little bit of a basketball card. Guy. It's just basketball cards for the Internet. OK, so. The thing that separates this this basketball card from an image from a jpeg is quote unquote scarcity on this system there's only going to be a certain amount of owners maybe even one owner of certain items and it could just be a player's picture or an uh a specific event in a game or a specific play in a game wait like you can o- own a play yeah so like oh, how's that gonna work They'll they'll have either a picture or like a little piece of movie like movie or a film of, of Ochai dunking or something, and then you own that specific thing on this platform. So it's like it's scarcity. You are the one of two owner, one so of one. I owner. can own the Uncle Anthony GIF after the Wayne Selden dunk. Great. That's a good one. That's ah, a good that's, one. That's a good one. All right. Yeah. I want that. That's that's my first purchase. That see, now that's gonna be expensive. Uncle Anthony. That's gonna be expensive. How much are we talking here? I don't know. I, I don't know how much these, these are going to cost. But okay. it's, so well, we need to I find not, out because I want to buy one now. See, <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's gotta, what I'm saying. I'm I am not. One. I'm not an NFT guy. And like, I, like the it seems like we we do Twitter Spaces, right? And so you know, we appreciate everyone jumping on these Twitter Spaces after games. Um, it's either someone talking about sports college basketball the jayhawks on twitter spaces or people talking about nfts and it's like everybody has this like monkey one yeah. it's like a monkey nft that like everyone's obsessed with it anyway it's all gonna go bust in like a year or two so let's enjoy this while we can <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is is like it's the scarcity thing that bugs me because i don't want anyone else owning that uncle anthony yeah NFT. I want to own that. Like, how dare someone else try to get that? And that's where prices get driven up because, like, you know, no, you can't. I don't want that. And it's want, nothing. It really is just nothing. You know how there's a, uh, a 30 for 30 on the purchase of the rules of basketball? Oh. <laughs> 30 for 30 to, uh, on the purchase of the Uncle Anthony. Is the purchase of the Uncle Anthony gift. And it must be owned by a Kansas fan. And I listen, I there's some. I, there's some Duke uh, uh, yeah. donor alumni out there trying to purchase the <laughs> Uncle Anthony. Like, no, we're no, not going to no, let that no. happen. We got it. We got to put pull together. We so gotta, s- sitting there in our desk here, like, all right, we can go up. We can go up. 
we go up. I want to watch that again. That was pretty good. But but yeah, that we should make that. Uh, that's essentially what this is. Okay. Uh, so now, can you? It's stupid. Oh yeah, so dumb. Are you wasting your money? Yeah, you are. But we're already wasting our money on KU stuff anyway. So it's not like we're doing anything new. All right. So give me an example other than like, can we come up with some good examples of NFTs? Well, so what, what they'll have in the future is like us, like players, like there'll be like a Remy Martin, like basketball card styled NFT that will be available. And then there will be specific plays in a game available. See, I'm into that. An Ochai dunk from the Oklahoma game or whatever. Like that'll all be available. And they said they can make them available as, you know, as soon as like a week after a game. So like this could go pretty quickly. Um, but you're now. right. I'm like, into this wh- now. I hope they go back into the vault and bust out some of these older ones. Uh, so uncle Anthony is obviously like, that's a know, good one. Like the, the Mona Lisa or like a, a Basquiat. You know, I got a couple like, others that I just came up with. Uh, so let's hear your, do you have one? Well, I, me personally, I would like the Silvio Brawl, and I would like to display that in my office. Like, I own the Silvio Brawl NFT with the chair above with the head the and the lady the in the bottom, like, uh, screaming. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's the one I want. Um, but other, one. like, more serious ones, like the Mario shot, I mean, that's probably going to be. That's going to be big. Expensive. That's yeah. going to be big time. Yeah. T-Rob block against Mizzou. Uh Guy big over the shoulder catch by Carrie Meyer that was on the cover of Sports. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a good, good one. one. I I so I did a light Google here trying to make sure I understood NFTs, and you still said, don't. And by the way, I know I don't. No I one does. Don't. No one does. But it said anything from even a song to a single tweet could be yeah. owned by. Ooh, are, you gonna, are you gonna buy your own tweets? No, but I would like to buy one thing, and that is Tyshawn tweet. Oh, well, yeah, I do want point. I want to own Point Plankin. How do I do that? Can I do own Point Plankin? Uh, no, I want to own the specific, because doc. I think doc, like digital documents work, right? Yeah. yeah. I want to own the KU Athletics Department response to Snoop, where Jeff Long says, and I quote, I take full responsibility for not understanding what acrobatic dancers are in today's entertainment world and offer my personal apology to anyone who was offended, period. I want that, and I will hang it as big as I can print it in my office. Well, by saying printing it, I know. See, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> because you could already do that right now. Damn it. No, so right. Okay. Well, I still want to own it. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. And that's I guess that would be the point. It's like you are the you are the you know, Mercury blockchain, whatever company this is. Do I have to buy it with Bitcoin? Because I don't really want to fuck with it. No, I don't I hope not. I don't want to mess with that. Um I got but, one more. All right, that's that's all I got. I had serious ones, but like let's well, mine aren't serious. We'll, we'll put this out. No, like that won't be available. I'll make I'll I'll tell you that. But what about the ones? Roy sticker photo? Great. I love that one. What about the dancing nachos on the video board? Like the old that version of it. It is interesting. I wonder what kind of like intellectual property rights those guys have in the <laughs> what dancing about nachos? the uh the fedora that Hunter Mickelson was wearing in late night at the fog uh doing his dance 
Oh, or the Jeff Withy <laughs> walking on the beach from the Maui tournament. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one too. <laughs> well, anyway, we, we got, we got some ideas. You know what they should do? They should commission us to yeah, come up with or, the ideas. Cause we would have better yet, way put, better ideas. Put it out to your Twitter people. Yeah. What other NFT ideas put it on to Jayhawk talk tag Jayhawk talk. What other good NFTs? Jayhawk, I think this NFTs. Is, We'll probably have an update on this in the future because this is coming pretty quickly. This is, nope. could either be really lame or just like pretty much lame. I think it's going to be really lame, but I'm still going to buy one. Yeah. I want and I want to buy the lamest one I can buy. That is it too. I, I think I want to buy just, just walk-ons. Like a rant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, although it, that, that's, that could be tricky though because there's some very, very popular walk-ons over time. I'm going to uh, buy me a, a just a solid homegrown Brad Witherspoon. Yeah. See, that's so, where you got You got to live in that world. You can't go Terry Nooner. You can't go. No. You can't go Tyler Self. You can't go. Uh, uh, who are we missing? Well, TN. TN. Uh, Juniman uh, would be a good one. Oh, I love Juniman. Junebug. Uh, I'm going to stick to just walk-ons. That's that's a good idea. Although a walk on like a, a Christian three would probably be worth quite a bit. Who do you think the most famous walk on uh, NFT would be? Christian Moody, TCU yeah. me Christian Moody. No look to Giddens. Remember that song? Anyway, I, I Christian don't. Moody, right? Um, probably. Like, is he? Does he have a? Uh, or Tyler Self's one bucket of his career. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. Well, I, I want to know. I want to know more about this. So we need CJ to... Henry. Mm. Wait a minute. What? God damn it! This is going to drive me insane. What? Who was the walk-on with the mustache back in the nineties? TJ Wiley. Wiley. I want a TJ Wiley NFT. Uh oh, sweet dude. Speaking of basketball cards, look at this TJ Watley basketball card available on the internet right now. Wow! See, See why do we need it? Have... When I I would rather have this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what it costs. See, that's why I knew that you would actually come around on this because it's essentially just basketball cards. I'm so mad at myself. I couldn't think of TJ Watley. It is a ninety three ninety four. It's, it costs $4.22, and I'm going to buy it literally as we speak right now. <laughs> uh, let me see if my eBay account still works. <laughs> oh, my All God. Right. I'm going to own as, this before the end. As Kevin is purchasing the TJ Wiley basketball card from hey, 1994, uh, let's talk about the stadium. So there's been some news. Come, we're talking about the football stadium. There's been some news, really mostly unofficial other than a uh, – short, tiny confirmation by Travis Goff that there are renovations coming to Memorial Stadium. Memorial Stadium being uh, at about 100 years old, just just over 100 years old, and uh, not a lot done to it, you know, in, in the meantime. So, you know, Kevin, what would be – and we don't know a ton. I mean, there's been our, our dude Mike Vernon reporting a couple things uh, like renovations or, or really spicing up the uh, – touchdown club and the field goal club 
uh, with some other some other updates. But other than that, we don't know a ton. Other than they're going to pour a, a bunch of money into it. But but what do you know about it? And what, what's your kind of wish list for what uh, Memorial Stadium should look like in 2022? I know he was from Benton, Arkansas, a rangy performer. Oh my God. Uh, crowd favorite at Allen Field has played in 12 games for the Jayhawks. He converted his first five field goal attempts of his college career. TJ Watley did. Uh, did you know he scored a point against BYU in the NCAA tournament game against wow. BYU? How about that? Uh, oh, what, what were you talking about? The football stadium, the football thing. Yeah, listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So we got these this what touch, touchdown club changes. I have they. I haven't seen the re- the renderings yet. Uh, no, you, I don't think they've released any. They've nothing out, right? Okay, let's make it sure. No. Uh, I think this is a. I'm not sure how I feel about this because it feels like a, a, you know, like we're gonna do something kind of thing, and then we're gonna rip everything up. Like it feels a little. I, what I don't want this to be is sort of like a, I don't know, a band aid for like a, a three year window, and like this is okay for now. Well, here's uh, a question: Do you think they should just tear it down and build somewhere else? Oh man, this is really hard for me. And I know a lot of people think that that should be the, the answer you go build over whatever the lead center or across the way or yeah. uh, Dolson or what, like you, that's the, that's probably the right thing to do. I think my problem is just having the football stadium under the Campanile under yeah. the Hill in the right. neighborhoods. I mean, it's just too much, too much. I love about that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I think I would prefer that they go play at, you know, whatever, uh, sporting Casey park for two years and do it the right way, build back up Memorial stadium, keep the Memorial stadium name and do it the right way, uh, at, at Memorial stadium. And there's lots of ways you can make that building awesome. And we've seen it all over college football where people remodeled stadiums and make them awesome old stadiums. So I think that's, that's my preference. I think, I don't know if I can be, I, I could probably be moved off of it. Like, but that's my preference. Something yeah. about the hill and the Campanile. I, You're right. I don't, know. I don't know. Walking down the hill for graduation, you know, that's like a part of, you know, uh, what what our children will do and our children's children will, will do. I mean, theoretically, that's like a tradition that can be passed down. People talk about that as, a, as an important thing in their college career, but you don't have that over by the lead center with a giant parking lot. Uh, and maybe we've just like developed a, a really good groove where we, we, we have like a backyard to tailgate in and you know, we, we, we like that. I mean, that's like it's the way we too. do it. It's not a, it's not a, a, a huge parking lot. Like almost every other tailgate thing is right. It's like K state, K state has their own thing, but, or, you know, but it's just different. You know, it's, 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 it's in the, it's in the backyards. It's in I the front the yards. It's in, it's in the character. It's, yeah. Uh, so like there could be something to be said about parking uh, there. I don't think that's the main issue that people have with the stadium. Uh, probably because you can get great parking because no one goes, mm. but you know, if you build it, they will come. Maybe if you have a good team, they will come and, and Lance has got us on the right track, but I do think they need to do something uh, because the further and further we get away from the most modern thing, the more it starts to look like we are living in the 1800s. I got one request yeah. and I'm going to, uh, I'm thinking about writing a letter to Travis Goff about this. Okay. Uh, my only request in a new stadium is that at the very top, 
the tippy top. I mean, we're talking the nosebleed seats. They build an extravagant club called the gridiron club. Uh, and it needs to be promised. at the very, very top, like the very tippy top. And in it, there needs to be unlimited beer and unlimited wings. Okay. That's like, those are my only requirements. Tippy top. It needs to be in the nosebleeds above all the sweets, everything at the very top. Like the, like you should, there needs to be at the top of the gridiron club, the little red flags that like, you know, airplanes have to see. I want it to be on top of the gridiron club. I want it to be that high and I want it to be full of wings and full of beer. And it needs to be called the gridiron club or it doesn't count. And it needs to be at the top. And I don't care if it's on, I don't care which side it's on. So long as it's at the very top, that needs to happen. What do you ever think happened to those big banners that said Gridiron Club coming 2010? <laughs> I want the NFT. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want. <laughs> I, I don't know, man, but I'll, that, I'm dead serious about this. There has to be, this is a nod to the past. Like we have, a, we have the Ring of Honor. We have, you know, the, the, the tradition of KU football that is not amazing, but has some. And we need to acknowledge every part of our history and a huge part Including of our history. Lou Perkins was Lou Perkins saying that we're going to get an effing gridiron club on top of the Memorial stadium that I still want. And so I'm writing that to Travis Goff. I'm, I'm sending it. I'm dead. Sorry. I'm, I want to pen like a very elegant letter about this and it won't take me long. It sounds like you just did. I'm a great writer. Uh, and I'm going, I'm going to write this letter and I'm going to release it and I'm going to CC about 500 people, <laughs> including Lou Perkins and everyone else I could think of. Do you want to go ahead and just do our new segment called sound off with Goff? <laughs> sound off, sound on, off Goff? on Goff. I don't sound know. Off on Goff? All sound right. off on Goff. All right. So this is Hey Beal, right? Yeah. For, for the longtime listeners, this is, this is Hey Beal. But for Travis Goff. So in the background there was, you know, you listen to these radio shows, right? Like, and, and they do a radio, you know, somebody dials in. Paul Feinbaum mostly. Yeah. What we're going for here. Yeah. And hi, and, Paul. Hi, Paul. And then they, they say something silly and ask like a, a really, you know, either well, extravagant. Yeah, no no and one long, ever says anything insightful. No, and, and usually the questions are way too long and they just go on forever, which is more Mike's my style. Yeah. <laughs> so uh anyway, so we did these hay beals, which I still I wrote out a couple hay beals. I want to do a couple hay beals in this episode. But okay, we can do hay beals, but let's do sound off on golf. Let's do sound off on golf, which by the way, we did a, we did a similar one for Jeff Long for about eight seconds. Yeah, uh, he didn't stick around long enough. It did, not, it did not become a lasting segment. segment. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to go first? Or you want me to? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. What you got? Hi, hey, hey, Travis. I got an idea for the new stadium. We need to get ourselves our very own version of the touchdown Jesus. So <laughs> I was thinking, you just <laughs> build up <laughs> along of the 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 western side of the stadium and just build it up tall 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 and we'll paint a big mural of of some kind of jesus i don't know some kind of kansas jesus and that jesus will bless this football team and uh that's what we need <laughs> that's pretty good i 
Hey, Travis, uh, look, I've been watching the Winter Olympics, and I was just wondering if uh, Title Nine or Title 12 or one of them titles requires winter sports. And if so, have you considered building a luge from Daisy Hill, you know, Mrs. E's all the way down to Alfield House? <laughs> I would, that would have been fun. That would have been great. That would have been yeah. great, right? Mrs. Like the more E's, I thought about it, the more I think that's they, what they should they still have Mrs. E's? Mrs. I don't know. Probably not. That's probably not a probably thing. Probably something else now. Yeah. Shout out to the Mrs. E's heads out Shout there. Shout out to Mrs. E's. Um, all right. Hey, Travis. I got a couple other ideas for the stadium. <laughs> what do you think about colored turf? We need to do something wacky. What, or, or here, when Bill Self came in, what did he do to the court? He put a giant Jayhawk on the court. What if you put a Jayhawk that covers most of the field? Most of the field. Whole, whole thing. Whole thing. Turn some heads, Travis. I like that. Hey, uh, speaking of the new football stadium, Travis, I got just one request. I, I know people used to sit on the hill to watch games, and, man, everybody loves sitting on that hill. Uh, can you make it so instead of bleachers, we just got four hills that everyone sits on <laughs> to watch the game? <laughs> just four hills just all around it? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break the fourth wall here. <laughs> Great idea. You like that? You like that? That's like so. that's old really... school football. Like that's how yeah. football was watched in like the 1880s. Like there wasn't a Just stadium. dig a hole. Yeah. Dig a, dig a hole. Oh man. Great idea. And it can a uh, couple as a luge uh, in the wintertime. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we have probably one of the only campuses that could really do that. Yeah, we could. We could. Much better than, than uh, China. Uh, hey, Travis. Uh. What kind of cheese are you going to have on the nachos at that there new stadium? We're going to go with, with regular plastic cheese. This is a main concern that I keep bringing up over the course of this uh, podcast history. I'm really concerned. Just make make sure it's that, that yellow, ooey, gooey, push a button, comes out like hot liquid. Can I have some of the yellow? Uh, <laughs> listen, uh, hey, Trav. You know that uh, Monday Night Football and the Manning Brothers have them their show? And, boy, I love that Manning Brothers show. I want a similar show, but we got the Morris Twins oh. doing the show. Uh, and maybe, uh, I don't know, Tyshawn gets to come on whenever he's free or just, you know, around. Uh, how about how about the Morris Brothers show opposite the, the ESPN broadcast? How, how do you feel about that? That's not a joke. No, that's real. I actually that's really real. want that. That's we've, real. We've 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 brought this up before, just the two of us. I was picking the right spot to bring it up on the podcast. That's a real I, deal. We need to have the Morris twins. They're still playing good basketball. Uh well, Marcus got kicked out yesterday, but like, oh well, other than that. Uh that's still his that's good basketball for Marcus. That's normal. <laughs> that's <laughs> daily. Uh but what like after they're done, how oh good would God. that be? Angel oh. comes on. Angel, angel, like in the background, just doing whatever she's doing. Th uh, this is incredible. Like this needs to happen. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. I got one more. All right, what you got? Hey, Travis, I'm gonna sound off with golf. What about for the new stadium? Only VIP seating. We're talking about 300 seats max. That's about how many people go anyway. Mostly just me and my buddies watching the football game we can leave whenever we want because we're vips that's all you need i like that uh 
I just workshopped one while we were sitting here. I don't really like this one very much, but I, you want me to do it? Yeah, you don't. You don't have any uh, critics on here. No, I don't think so. Uh, hey, setting uh, <laughs> off on golf, Travis. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm very jealous of them little Jayhawk lapel pins y'all wear all over Allen Fieldhouse. I can always tell who the KU athletics department people are. Cause y'all always got them lapel pins. Hey, instead of sending me address labels with Jayhawks on them, uh, maybe next year when you're trying to get me to double my give to the Williams fund, could you send me a couple of them lapel pins and I will double it on the spot. That's true. Do you not have one? I don't think I do. I no, actually, I think I'll I give you somewhere. one. All right, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, well, never mind, Travis. I'm not doubling my gift. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you actually do send one. They're if Travis, like six dollars. Travis, if you're listening to this and you do send me one, uh, I will double my gift. Uh, so there you go. There you go. It, any probably Williams Fund people at listening, listening right now? Yeah, probably listening. Uh, there you go. Uh, That's all I got. Do you want to do a hey Beal? I got one. I have three. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you want me to go first? Uh, sure. Do you want to wait? Do we need to do something in between here? Is this too much? Is this too much? Yeah, of course, it's too much. It's always yeah, it's too, much, too much. But you know what? I, you joke, but all I've ever gotten is positive feedback on Hey Beal segments. <laughs> all I've ever got. If there well, are people who don't like it, they either don't say anything or they turn off the podcast. Which yeah. I listen. I get. I get. I it. think. I think we've developed an audience <laughs> where, like, we're not going to grow beyond into anybody new because they're just not going to get it. But those who've stuck with us for the past almost ten years, they're like, "All right, we're on this. We're on this road with you." Here they go. We'll we'll, we'll indulge go. you. So yeah. okay, we're we're capping ourselves. But hey, Bill, here we are. <laughs> hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Uh, you said something like, uh, <clears throat> "Let me quote here." I got to pull up my cousin's Facebook post real quick. Uh, let me get here. Hey, you said something like, you know, a hell of a lot more about Remy than anyone else. And look, I respect that. But since you do know a hell of a lot more about Remy, can you tell us one thing? How's Remy liking that Toyota Camry from crown Toyota? I want to know (laughs) what he's thinking about that crown, that Toyota Camry, that 21, that shining new Toyota Camry. How is he liking that? I want to know what the front impact crash test rating is because if Remy Martin is in a crash, I want to know how his knee's going to hold up. God dang, gets hurt every day. Something getting stampeded by cattle down in Texas. Someone's hiding something from us. Mm-hmm. Someone's how did how did his knee really get hurt? Mm-hmm. Crown Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> Put that man in a Maserati. Protect that knee. I got uh, one. Okay, go ahead. Hey, Bill, whatever happened to all your neckties? Are they lonely that they need to come over and, and have a, a play date with my neckties? I never see them anymore. All right, I got one. That's kinda, all I got. I got one kind of like that. I think we we're on the same wavelength. Hey, Bill, I noticed you stopped wearing suits. Is that a fashion thing or is it because you need to get all your nice suits tailored because of the uh, <coughs> COVID-19 and the waste we all got? Uh, <laughs> I can tell you right now, uh, we'll be real honest. That's why I started wearing quarter zips at work. So I get it. But I, I, I got enough. Uh, I got one more. Andrew. Right. Be my guest. Hey, speaking of NIL, can you tell me whether KJ Adams will be interested in being the spokesperson for my aforementioned cousin's business? 
uh, what's the business? Well, uh, he builds backyard toilet structures. Hell, let's call a spade a spade. He sells brick shit houses, and KJ's built like one. <laughs> so I mean it as a compliment. Anyway, what do you think? Yeah, that's a good if we were coming up with NIL deals for people, like we should make that a running bit. Like, yeah, you know, because we, we did that at the beginning of the year. Like what NIL deals that we can broker for people. It's a good one. Yeah. So if anyone out there uh builds brick shit houses, <laughs> uh I think KJ Adams would be a great spokesperson because yeah, he is built like one and he he would probably be very good at it. I agree. So this pod this this podcast episode has been real real light on player talk or even basketball talk, but hey, we're in the middle of the season here. Do you want to close out by talking about everyone's favorite topic? Remy Martin? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I mean, so after the Baylor game, and I was mostly joking because like for some reason that's all anyone wants no, to I'm talk triggered. about is, I'm triggered now. It's a trigger Remy word. Martin. I got to I have to go now. Uh after the Baylor game, I said something, which I, I think I still believe, but I got, you know, a, a, a game later, I'm starting to question myself again after that Texas game. And that statement was, I've said all season long, for us to hit our ceiling, we need Remy Martin to be good. And then we saw that Baylor game, and he didn't play, and we would have beat anyone on the planet with the, with the way that we played that game without Remy. And so I, I said that I was willing to back off on that statement. Now, since then, you know, I think part of that has been Joe Yesfu coming on, playing yep. better. Sure. I think part of that is uh, we have seen, you know, notwithstanding those final possession, that uh, Dwan Harris is figuring out how to be a pest on defense in a way that is not just a good face guarder, but actually creating extra possessions and more or less for the most part, putting guys in good places to score. Uh, and we've seen an ability to score at almost every level and, and, and the ability to generally go get a bucket. And all of a sudden Dave being better is a part of that too. So I still think that Remy being on the court adds something because he's got a different kind of speed, particularly trying to push the ball, but he's, you know, I, so I I'm, I've backed off a little bit, I guess, after the Baylor game, I'm not fully, fully backed off. Cause I think there's still times where he'd be an asset to be on the court. I just, I'm to the point where I just don't think he's going to be uh, once he gets healthy, who is, who is he going to play over? What can he even play over? Yes. right now, like, let's say he comes back healthy tomorrow. Has he earned the spot to go above Yesufu? Has Yesufu done anything to? Uh, Yesufu is, is very similar to Harris that not a great scorer offensively. And I think that like that's 20 points a game last season. I understand like for in, in this, in this season, in this stretch, you know, a, a tiny point guard, a tiny guard who, who can't score. We we can only play so many of those. We already have Harris, and he's not going to be. You know, we sit that much. Um, I think I think you know Remy brings something different to the table. You know, being super fast, he can score. You know, theoretically, he should be able to get his own shot at any time. Uh, we've seen that 
for brief, brief, brief moments this year, but the injuries have, have uh, really hampered him in that. But if he can get ready for March, you know, I think he can bring, you know, be like a secret weapon that, you know, not everybody's preparing for. And that's, you know, hard to imagine thinking that in November when we thought that he was going to be the bulk of our offense. And now he's like, maybe he's a secret weapon when he comes back and people have to like rearrange how they play defense against us. Yeah. I I think that's right. Um, He does feel like if anything, he's going to be a gadget secret weapon, uh, you know, tops 20 minutes a game. Tops. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know where those minutes come from. You know, um, I don't know. It's because of that. I mean, I, I think Joe sits, I think, uh, ideally, uh, Dewan Harris is not playing 35 minutes a game. He's playing 28 really, you know, yeah. Turned up minutes. Um, and so you, you have some ability that there's a few minutes there and I guess they could play together a little bit, but, uh, anyway, I, I, that's my take on Remy. I, I don't know if we're going to, you know, maybe. Maybe Vern's right. Maybe we won't see much of him the rest of the season. Who knows? He, they seemed optimistic a little bit that, you know, he might be back next week. Uh, I'll probably take the over on that, but, but we'll see. Uh, these would be some good games to have him back though. Um, let him kind of get under his, some, some game under his belt. Uh, I, I also want to talk about Dave. Oh, I, I was hoping you say that props to big Dave. Dave, Dave's doing exactly what we need Dave to do. Yeah. I mean, just racking up double doubles. That's it, man. And he's, he's cleaning the glass on the offensive glass. He's still not a great defensive rebounder, which is very confusing, but he is, <laughs> he's doing a great job on the offensive glass. He has problems. He can't hold on to the ball. Sometimes he can't catch the ball. Sometimes. Yes. He throws up some dumb shots, but he's doing less of at least the latter. <laughs> Uh, over the course of this season, and he's letting the game come to him. And I, God damn it, I wanted him to get the ball yep. at the end of that Texas game. Yep. Bill and I were on the same wavelength there. I thought they could not do anything with him. He had a guy three inches shorter than him guarding him. They didn't know what. I mean, at least a shot at the rim was possible. And I don't know what Dewan Harris was doing, but it was not doing what the play called for. And I think he got a little, boy, I made that shot. <laughs> at the last second that one time I see a lane uh that was a whole different play that was downhill that was very different this was uh just yeah anyway a very very poor execution I actually thought Bill Self got a lot of hate after that game didn't deserve it he didn't miss front ends of one and ones he didn't no. bank a three-pointer he didn't call a bad play at the end of the game and he didn't execute like it was the rest of them now you could say maybe he didn't put people in the right position, blah, blah, blah. But, and you can maybe argue that Harris needed to, you know, sit for a couple of minutes somewhere in there and let Joe play a few more minutes down the stretch, which sort of felt like that Remy game down the stretch against tech. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I didn't have much problem with, with the way Bill coached that game, even though I, I think a lot of Twitter hate went that way, but that's more of a, I think post KU loss Twitter yeah. problem. Oh Yeah. That's yeah, nothing with with some more perspective and some more time. I'm sure that's cooled down a little. CB's got to Amongst- make free throws. If you're gonna talk <sighs> shit all game, all game long, and he was, he's doing a little, you know, 
You yeah. cannot miss two free throws. Like you are on. Here's the rule: if you miss two free throws in a clutch position, you can't talk for two games. Like, oh, you, you have to, see you have incentives. To As child or of fathers of toddlers, we do know about incentives here, yeah. uh, and that's going to work for him. That's a carrot and a stick. I mean, he's yeah. That that's going to work. You for can't him. miss two free throws. Yeah. Anyway, all right, Kevin. We have Oklahoma. This Saturday, Oklahoma State on Big Monday, uh, and then at West Virginia. We'll get you. We'll get you out there before uh, you know. Before next week, before K State. Uh, hopefully after this weekend, you know. But you know, there's 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 a, a a good portion of the schedule. Let's get some. Let's rack up some wins. Let's put this uh, Big Twelve race uh, in good hands as we come down the stretch. We go to Baylor. Uh, you got a return trip uh, with Texas coming up to to. Allen Field us at the end of the year and a couple uh, home and away with TCU. So, you know, got a, got a good stretch here at the end of the season. How you feeling, Kevin? We good? Speaking of Oklahoma, Oklahoma, they're beating Tech right now by eight points. Oh, wow. Good for them. How about that? I always love it when the team we're about to play gets a big win right before. That'd be good. Yeah. Beating Texas Tech would be, you know, that'd be good for pretty, us in the race. Pretty good. Uh, K-State did not help us against Baylor tonight. They got blown out. So thanks a lot. State. Uh, Andrew, I'm feeling fine. Uh, you know, I want to see how we react this week. Again, you know, two home games are theoretically our two easiest games left. You could maybe argue TCU at home, but T- Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are the two easiest games, probably or arguably K-State. left. K State, maybe, uh, too. But so they you just named four games that we should win, uh, you know, nine and a half times out of 10. And so that's why I feel good. You know, I think that this league race is still in, in, in our sights. And if we win the league, everything else takes care of itself. You're probably a one seed, maybe a, maybe a two, uh, and probably deserving of a one seed if you win this league, but, uh, probably depends how many losses we have, but that's, that's all. I mean, what else can you ask for? Uh, I don't think you can ask for much more and that positions you in a, in a good place to, to make a run. So I think you got to take care of business. That's why I want to see what happens this week. If we take care of business this week, I'm going to feel a lot better. Love it. Love it. Hey, Bill, sound off on golf. <laughs> should we, should we do those anymore? Let's still let us know in the, in, in the comments of the tweet. Do you want this in your life? <laughs> like, if you don't tell us, I, we need to know. Uh, it would save us some time because I actually this is that's the most podcast prep I think we've each put in in calendar year. I'm trying to figure out what to <laughs> say on a meal, probably. <laughs> but anyway, all right, well, let's get out of here, Andrew. Uh, appreciate everybody for listening. Thanks for joining us on those Twitter spaces too. Those are fun. Uh, we'll keep doing those. Watch uh, if you're on Twitter, check out uh, Jayhawk Talk, Sherlock Hoops. Look at the little purple thing going on at the top there. You'll see us. I've noticed a lot of KU people starting to do those. I like that. We don't own the Twitter spaces thing. I've seen, I've seen other people doing it. I, I, I like it. I, and I kind of jump in whenever I see someone else talking KU too, just to, I don't know, just to kind of get in there because when it, whenever I am in there or on whatever on stage, it pops it out to other people. So, you know, what, whatever. I think, I think it's cool. Uh, it's a good, cool medium. So we'll, we'll keep doing those. We'll keep doing the podcast. Uh, look forward to hopefully Andrew, a two and a week here, taking care of some business and, uh, and and I, I I think that's all I got. You got anything else? Rock chalk. Hey, we good? Always.
This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hope This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hope I tried to tell him every time we on the court. I tried to tell him that we never coming up short. I tried to tell him that we came here to get the win. I tried to tell him that, that they should never let us in. They say that we the best, but I say we the greatest. That's why they try to knock us down and always seem to hate us. That's why they talk about us. They know they can never fade us. It's tradition and that Kansas pride that has truly made us. They know just how we feel. They know at Allen Field that we gonna keep it real shout out the bill this for them fans that waited off in them long lines camped out before the games and they stayed a long time every dollar that we spend just to watch our team win on a jayhawk shirt or a new clean bins with a sticker on the back with the k and the u uh-huh yeah baby that'll make you say ooh we at the top of the top just like we should be started from the bottom thanks to what james could see Dr. Naismith made a game for man, changed lives for the players and did the same for, for the fans. J-Hope fans. For my J-Hopes, this for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hopes, this for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hopes, Hopes. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hopes, baby. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hopes, this for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hopes, this for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hopes, Hopes. Years that we've been cheering, everything that we've been hearing, all them spreads that we've been clearing, never been no team we fearing, and look how Bill got us fearing, all them tournaments appearing, with no team that's interfering, nine times get to cheering, with them banners held high, and the crowd going wild, night before the final four, you can't even sleep now, yeah we at the peak now, we can't even leap down, March Madness, man, we've been waiting weeks now, if you a Hawks fan, go ahead and hold them one. Shout out to the boosters showing love in the alumni. I'm speaking for the fans, even though I'm just one guy. We appreciate the love, love won't run dry. Imagine the state of Kansas with no Jayhawks. That's like having no streets but trying to jaywalk. They see us as support and we see them on the court. So we keep it loud and do our best so we don't come up short. We win together and we lose together. But win or lose, we still booze together. Together. Struggles in my life will change me as a man, but one thing that'll never change, I'll be a Jayhawk fan. I ain't even gotta really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Rock Chuck Jayhawk in your faces. I ain't even gotta really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Rock Chuck Jayhawk in your faces. This for my Jayhawk fans, for my Jayhawks. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hopes. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hopes. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hopes, baby. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hopes. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hopes. This for my J-Hope.